This is Tom Martin with another in our series of podcasts featuring some of the contributors to a book of essays about cancer in the Appalachian region of the Commonwealth. Kentucky ranks first in the nation for overall rates of cancer incidence and mortality, 26,000 new cases of cancer, and more than 10,000 deaths each year. This podcast series brings you from page to ear the voices of the cancer crisis in Appalachia, Kentucky Students Take Action. Edited by Nathan Vanderford, Lauren Hudson, and Chris Pritchard, the essays are by 20 high school and five undergraduate students, all residents of Kentucky's Appalachian region, who are participants in the University of Kentucky's Markey Cancer Center Appalachian Career Training and Oncology, or ACTION, program and they aspire to careers in the field of oncology, hoping to combat a disease that has ravaged their homes and communities. My name is Kaylee Collett. I was born on October 17, 1997, at the Mary Breckenridge Hospital in the mountains of Appalachia in Hodding, Kentucky. Kaylee Collett played basketball, softball, and volleyball at Leslie County High School. Valedictorian of her senior class, Today, Kaylee is a third-year pre-medicine biology major at the University of Kentucky, and she is a member of the Action Program. Her essay, Wilted by Geography, tells us why. Growing up, I stayed with my mamaw and papaw, Irene and Odell Brock, while my mom worked. Mamaw had short, voluminous brown hair that always lay perfectly around her glass-framed, icy blue eyes and full-blush cheeks. Her voice was smooth and calming, like the complete silence that caresses your ears in the peace of your bedroom after hours of ear-wrenching noise. She was soft-spoken and mild-mannered, and her laugh was like the soft giggle of a small schoolgirl up to no good. Papaw had dark skin and hair, like his Native American ancestors who came before him, accompanied by stunning blue eyes and a smile that was contagious. He loved to dance, sing, and play, while Mamaw shook her head and occasionally cracked a smile. Kaylee's grandfather taught her how to whistle like birds, catch tadpoles in the creek, change gears on a stick shift. While Mamaw taught me to read words from a random list she made on her 8x3 notepad, to write in cursive and to play the piano. Kaylee's grandmother was always there when she stepped off the school bus, waiting to hear all about her school day as they made the seven-minute walk up the gravel driveway and she knew that every day she had a graded quiz awaiting her when we walked through the kitchen door. I quizzed her on everything I learned that day, from the biology in Miss Nikki's class to the state symbols in Miss Chris's class. She learned as much as I did that year and loved every minute of it. It's safe to say that for Kaylee. Life was great at Mamaw and Papaw's. But something sinister was lurking in the shadows, and it soon became evident Kaylee's beloved grandmother was suffering. It was lung cancer. When I told her that I was going to be valedictorian, she, of course, was having a really hard time already with her treatment. So she was very sick almost constantly. But when I told her that I was going to be valedictorian, she was so happy that that laugh just came back into her face. She smiled so big, and she was so happy to hear it and she teared up a little. And I hadn't even seen her tear up through her treatments because she was such a strong woman. Graduation was coming soon. Getting to see Kaylee serve as valedictorian with the highest honors 
was a grandmother's dream. She worked so hard and invested so much into me, and she was the reason that I was able to do that. But as too often the case for many in eastern Kentucky, cancer had the upper hand. Kaylee's grandmother lost her battle with the disease only two weeks before graduation. That was really, really hard for me. And for Kaylee, it was the beginning of a journey. I grew up for 19 years living in Appalachia in Hodden, Kentucky. And I never knew that we were so much worse off with cancer and other diseases until I moved two and a half hours away to the University of Kentucky. Kaylee heard about the ACTION program. It sounded like a way to honor her grandparents and to make a difference back home in Leslie County. I learned there in the ACTION program and in sociology class about the terrible cancer rates that we have, some of the worst cancer rates in the nation. It's one thing to discover that you come from the cancer hotspot for the entire United States, but then if you're Kaylee College, you begin to find out why. The mountainous, remote geography that make travel and transportation always a challenge in Leslie County and for the people of much of eastern Kentucky. I've absolutely seen that. Even in my own family, I've had family members miss appointments, whether it be to see a cardiologist or a neurologist, because they may not only have the gas money or the time to get off work or something like that, but they may not even have their own car. Like someone else has to take them and drop them. So they also don't want to burden that person. But I believe that if things were closer, I absolutely believe that all Appalachians would get the necessary screenings and they would follow up much better with treatment. But when you have to travel two and a half hours one way, it's such a burden financially. My mamma, she couldn't afford to stay anywhere in Lexington. So they often drove three times a week to Lexington. So they were on the road at least 15 hours a week just for treatment. So the alternative for many is to place their lives in the hands of traditional healers and faith. If you were to go to the dollar store and talk about symptoms you have, they'll say, oh, I have a remedy for that that my grandma taught me. You just buy this and this and mix it together or something like that. Or they'll say, you can go get a leaf off this tree or this root or something like that to help with your symptoms. So it's definitely very prominent it's mostly in religion. A lot of people, this plays into the fatalistic mindset, but people here are super religious and they believe that if God has determined that it's their time to go, then it's their time to go and there's not much they can do about it. But as far as traditional healing, they believe that they can just pray and God can heal them. Appalachian culture is complex and complicated. Kaylee understands this. She understands why it can be so difficult for medical professionals who are not from the region to win the trust of Appalachians. The trust and mistrust in Appalachia, I would say that that's probably the greatest downfall of our culture, is super nice people, amazing people, but it is hard for Appalachians to trust people who are not native. Because we, we're very friendly people and we smile when we talk and we talk to each other as if everyone is family. But when other people from other cultures come, and that's not their cultural norm, so they don't behave in the same way that we do, they may speak a little more abruptly, they may be more matter-of-fact. 
it's hard for Appalachians to receive that because they may seem like they're rude to them or like they're being demeaning to them in a way. And also, there's a lot of mistrust with, oh, they're trying to take my money. They want me to come in for this extra appointment and for this extra scan so they can take my money. They're just trying to make money off of me. That's one that I've heard very frequently from my own family. This realization comes from her travels with the Shoulder to Shoulder program. It's a University of Kentucky Global Health Initiatives organization that integrates academic and community partners to improve the health and well-being of an underserved community in Santo Domingo, Ecuador. It's very hard to understand how complex it is because even growing up here, while I was writing this essay and brainstorming about what I thought was causing cancer, you can make a list, but once you start brainstorming, there are just so many things that pile up and it's all interconnected. It's a giant web of factors. So it's definitely hard for someone who is not native to Appalachia to understand those. In order to treat someone from here, you have to understand that they possibly will be a smoker. They may work in the mines and breathe in coal dust. You can tell them to stop doing those things, but it is ingrained in their culture. If you tell a miner to stop working, then that person may lose everything they have and not be able to support their family. And then that plays into economics because then they can't afford treatment, they can't afford their health care. So it's similar to if you were to go to Ecuador and say there's a patient with severe back problems. You can't tell him to stop working in construction or doing manual labor because that's his way of life. And then there's this, something Kaylee learned in her sociology classes, something called the man box. A box constructed by society that tells a man how he can behave and how he can react to certain things. What Kaylee was discovering is a legacy of life in the mountains and hollers of eastern Kentucky. The man box is often that the man has to be tough, he can't cry, he has basically no feelings besides anger and aggression. In Eastern Kentucky, it's very much an issue, not only with men, but also with everyone else. You're taught that you need to be really tough. If you have some kind of symptom, you have to wait it out and see if it improves. Then if it's blood or tears, then you can go to the doctor. But otherwise, you have to just tough it out. But it's especially true for men because they're taught that they have to be the strong ones for the family and everyone else. And not only is this bad for screenings for cancer and getting symptoms checked out for a cancer diagnosis, it's also bad for men who are grieving who have lost a loved one to cancer because mental health is just as much of an issue as physical health is. And for those who are not grieving properly, it can definitely take a toll. So like her friends and colleagues in the action program, Kaylee Collett feels a call to action. We need Leslie Countyans to help Leslie County. And she intends to be one of those Leslie Countyans who got the education, the know-how, and brought it home. I plan to become an oncologist and, yes, to return home to Appalachia. Kaylee Collett was born in the local hospital in Hyden, named for Mary C. Breckenridge. She was the granddaughter of John Carson Breckenridge, the vice president of the United States. And she could have lived a very comfortable life having everything she needed already. She didn't really have to do anything else to just live comfortably. But instead, she was inspired to make a difference in the world and to pave her own path to greatness. And she ended up being in France 
and all over the country working in clinics to improve health care there. Throughout her whole journey, she ended up coming back to Hodden, Kentucky, of all places. She was drawn here. And the trails here, basically we had creeks and trails through the mountains. And she took it upon herself to ride horseback through these mountains to help women deliver babies. And through doing this, she also established the Frontier Nursing University, as well as several clinics and the first hospital here. And that just greatly improved the maternal death rates and the infant mortality rates in Leslie County. She was a pioneer in health care here, so I believe that I can also follow her path and improve cancer rates here. Leslie County, help is coming, and it's coming from an inspired young woman who grew up among you. Following the path of Mary Breckenridge, I would like to return home and ease the cancer burden in Leslie County by improving health literacy, by creating outreach programs, and by treating each patient as I would have treated my own grandmother. Kaylee Collett of Hyden, Kentucky. Find her essay, Wilted by Geography, among the 25 featured in the book, The Cancer Crisis in Appalachia, Kentucky Students Take Action. It's available on Amazon.com. I'm Tom Martin. Thanks for listening.